Welcome to the Everwine for President podcast. Today we're going to talk about the statute of repose. Statutorily, states come in and, and what they do is they impose a maximum amount of time, allowable amount of time, that a person can take legal action against an entity or a person. And in this case, what we're going to talk about is the home builders uh, across the United States and specifically in Texas today. So before the Texas, the Texas legislature is in session right now, and what they have before them is a proposed bill that reduces the statute of repose from 10 years to six years. And what that means to consumers, to home buyers is that, or homeowners, is that they can no longer, for any reason, take legal action against a home builder after six years. So we're asked to buy a product that has a 30-year mortgage or a 15-year mortgage, and we'll be financially committed to that house for quite some time. We're asked to trust the builder to put our family in this house, and it'll be safe. It, It won't have structural issues. It won't be generating mold to make our family sick. And what we've got going on right now, and this has happened in other states other than Texas, we've had trade organizations, builders trade organizations, that lobby the legislature, and that happens every legislative session in the state of Texas, and it's often to the detriment of the consumer. And this will be no different. So we have a trade organization that has said, hey, we need to have that statute of repose reduced to six years. And I, I want to go over some of, the, some of the things that are working against homeowners right now. We don't have uniform building codes in the state of Texas. It's willy-nilly. It's, oh, we'll, go, we'll build to this code or we'll build to that code. The, some cities have you adhere to one code or another. And uh, then out in the county, you just basically pick what code you want to build that house to as a home builder. So we don't have uniform building codes across the state, which is something that we desperately need. And they need to be the latest codes. They they don't need we've I saw a sticker on a on an electrical box the other day and it said that the builder that built a house two years ago was building it to the two thousand and nine International Residential Code. So we allow these municipalities and we allow the state to let the builder build to really whatever standard they want to build to. And then when stuff goes terribly wrong, which it does day in and day out in the uh, home building industry and for homeowners, we have binding arbitration. That's where your right to have a jury of your peers decide whether or not that home builder has wronged you and to exact a financial cost or penalty to that builder for the wrongdoing, for the omissions, for the errors, for the oversights, for the fraud. And the arbitrator, oftentimes they know that they'll never see the homeowner again, but that builder will be their client in the form of the contractual agreement that they have with that homeowner. So If an arbitration association wants continued business from the builders and to be pushed by a builder trade organization, 
then they're not going to find in favor of that homeowner too often or they'll be out. So the deck is stacked. We need to get back to where we have a jury of your peers that decides whether or not and to what degree a builder has wronged you. We don't have that right now. About two decades ago, I was involved in the writing of a lemon law for home building, much like the car lemon law. And as soon as that saw the light of day, the builders and their trade organizations scurried to form the Texas Residential Construction Commission, known as uh, the TRCC. And make no mistake, that was an organization, that was a commission that was by the builders for the builders. And that organization no longer lasts, and the only, or is no longer here, the only reason that that organization went away is because the press, the newspapers and the television stations in Texas focused on the inequities that that TRCC presented. And the light shone on the builders and the builders organizations and certainly the legislature brightly enough and long enough to where the Builders went to the legislature and said, get rid of this thing. It's not working out the way we thought it was going to work. So they sunsetted it. It was one of the quickest sunsets. that. Um, they, and what I mean by sunsetting is, is they made the legislature made the commission, the Texas Residential Construction Commission, go away. So now we have warranties and if you look at the warranties that are offered by the builders they're often just a list of in, in fact they are a list of disclaimers if you look carefully at them there's some there's some performance levels for like the foundation or the structure that are almost unable to be attained by the the homeowner by from the standpoint of what's wrong with the house where the home builder or the warranty company doesn't have to repair the house unless the house is unsafe to live in. So it's fundamentally unfair. That warranty is, is really lopsided and needs to be looked at. But right now, what we need to look at is that statute of repose. The builders and their trade organizations are hard at work to get the legislature to reduce that from 10 years to six years. We can't let that happen. Many, many, many houses in the state of Texas and certainly across the United States are constructed with stucco exterior walls. And in my 30 to 35 years experience dealing with construction, I have seen a couple of houses with stucco that were constructed properly. Hundreds and hundreds and thousands of these stucco houses are improperly constructed. And they allow water into the wall system, and they, and they prevent water from leaving the wall system. So what you have is tens of thousands, if not millions of houses across the U.S. that are prone to rot. Well, that rot doesn't rear its ugly head right away. Sometimes it's a half a decade to a decade before it shows up. And as a matter of fact, uh, oftentimes right around the 9 to 12 year mark is where there's enough structural damage where the walls start moving and the exterior cladding starts coming off. And 
the six-year statute of repose protects all of those builders that have built you a defective stucco home. Now, I suggest that that statute of repose for home builders be increased to 12 years. I think that's a fair amount of time for a homeowner to discover what it is that's wrong with the house. It was done improperly. And I want to take a moment to uh, make a distinction between something that inexplicably breaks or fails in home construction versus that house was improperly constructed from day one. There's no warranty aspect about this. This is a defective house, defective construction. And when the builder sells you that house, and I know there's hundreds of thousands of you out there that have gone through this with your home builder. Before you sign that contract, you're the most important person on the planet. But the moment you sign that contract, you're a nuisance to them. And the moment you close, you're yesterday's news. You're a, you're a loaf of stale bread. And, and you know what I'm talking about. You call that builder for warranty items, and they've got every excuse in the book. We've got the, the common guy who has to get up and go to work every day. And he'll have defects in the house that he presents to the builder. And the builder says, we'll show up Monday morning between 8 o'clock and 1 o'clock. So the homeowner takes time off from work to meet that builder, and then the builder doesn't show. They've got an excuse. Many times it's the same excuse. Oh, we had an emergency. Oh, so-and-so was sick. We'll have to reschedule. And they do that enough. They've got this book of excuses. They do that enough where the homeowner finally gives up because they don't want to lose their job by taking time off from work. And this is the game that gets played by the builders. And now we've got a more dangerous game that's getting played. It's we're going to have your ability to sue the builder shortened, that time frame shortened so much that you won't even discover the structural problems that we've left you with until it's too late. Folks, that six-year statute of limitations is going to result in many, many things. First of all, the builder should be held responsible for the way that they construct the house. And that should be a dozen years. We have 30-year loans, 15-year loans. That's, that's less than the life of the 15-year loan. We absolutely have to have a statute of repose that protects the consumer. The other thing is, is that homeowners can't afford these major structural issues. So there's some other stuff that goes on. One, the value, the houses can't be sold they get foreclosed on, or the neighborhood becomes a rental neighborhood where there's just patching going on trying to keep these houses from falling down. And the tax base, the tax revenue, is is decreased. The, the escalation in the price of the house is slowed, and the next thing you know, the taxing entities are not able to assess a value that they should have been able to assess. So now they've got to find the money elsewhere, And you, when you go to sell the house, what should have been under normal circumstances with 3.82% inflation historically since around 1970, when you live in that house 10 years, that house should be worth about 38% more, not less than what you paid for due to the structural issues. So we need to shine the spotlight 
on these trade organizations and these builders that are underperforming. And I want to point out, there's a lot of good builders, but there's many more bad builders. And those bad builders' needs are being met by their trade organizations that go and lobby these legislature to get laws passed that harm you, the consumer. The six-year statute of repose, that suggestion, that law, it needs to go away. It need, we do not need a six-year statute of, of repose. We need a 12-year statute of repose. And uh, you need to talk to your legislature. And this goes on state after state. There's other states that they've already reduced this to six years. And then, of course, the, those same trade organizations that, that lobbied the other state legislatures to help poorly performing builders, now they point to that one. They say, oh, this state did it. Why can't we do it? Well, they did it because you had your ilk pushing to have that done. Help protect consumers. Consumers, you need to band together. And let's go after these trade organizations that are not working in your best interest.